everybody. Welcome back to 30-something with Sunny. This is the podcast where we talk all about motherhood, self-care, and second chapters. How are ya? How you doing? Um, man, there is so much to say about the state of the world right now. You heard um, the episodes that I've been putting out recently, hoping to um, help address and sort of hash through some of the big hurts that our world is feeling right now. And I'm just want to say I'm really glad you're here to spend some time with me as we talk about things that are not only very serious in nature, as you've been hearing over the past several episodes, but also things that are fun and lighthearted that can help lift us through these otherwise difficult times. Um, before I get into talking more about today's guest, Anjali Patti from Kashaya Probiotics, I just want to um, say where we are right now in Florida. So we're back on, we're back on lockdown. Um, I don't know where you guys are listening from and what the state of things are there, but things are spreading rapidly in Florida as far as the virus is concerned. Um, you know, it's, we're at the stage where we know people now and, you know, we're all, um, getting tested and being ultra, ultra cautious about everything. So Anyhow, just a virtual hug to you through these through these crazy times, and I know it's easier said than done because believe me, I've been struggling with my own fair share of anxiety these days, but I encourage you all to just find a moment, find your pocket of peace in every day, something small that can help ground you, whether it's a deep breath or a walk to the mailbox to get the mail. I mean, sometimes it's just literally 35 seconds of fresh air that makes a huge difference. Whatever it is, um, I encourage you to pursue that um, when and how you can. Today's guest, like I said, is Anjali Patti from Kashaya Probiotics. So you know me, you know that I'm all about supplements and little tweaks and changes we can make to our routines to better know our health and improve it. So I've been on probiotics for years, but only recently found Kashaya probiotics, which is, um, it's like a yogurt based probiotic. It comes in a big glass jar. It looks like a smoothie almost has a really thick consistency, kind of like a Greek yogurt. Um, You'll hear Anjali talk about how they get their particular strains down and what exactly goes into the process, but um, it's coconut milk based. So it's a, it's a natural and really effective way of getting your probiotics. I've been on this for several months and you know I don't talk about anything unless I've used it and loved it. This is a part of my daily routine now. I actually take this every morning and I also give it to my kids. So I wanted to bring her on to talk about what probiotics do, how best to take them, the difference between a probiotic in yogurt or liquid form versus one in capsule form. We talk about, um, oh gosh, this is really interesting. Listen to the end of the episode because she has a hack for moms who are going to deliver their babies via C-section. Um, you'll hear us get into this, but because the baby doesn't pass through the birth canal and isn't exposed to the um, bacteria on the birth canal, and through the birth canal in that process, there are something you can do to help boost your baby's gut health. And I had never heard of this before. It's fascinating. I will bring Anjali back on the podcast because um, we did not get time to get into all of the intricacies of gut health for moms and babies that I wanted to, or even talk about her own motherhood journey because she has a one-year-old little girl. Um, and Zoom is great, but it was it was failing us toward the end. My Wi-Fi signal is just horrific. It's 
horrific right now. So anyhow, enjoy the episode. I will be back as always on the flip side to tell you where to follow Anjali and Kashaya Probiotics and enjoy. Thank you so much for doing this. I um, have been known to like track down people who make the products that I use and love. <laughs> just like bully them into interviews. So not bully, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> but I have been using Kashaya for couple of months now. And um, I had to hear the backstory because um, you guys have a really unique product on the market. Yeah, tell, definitely. Tell, um, yeah. Tell me where, where you, what your background is and what is different about this living probiotic than what else is out there. Yeah. So we, um, I, my background is actually, um, goes goes way back in the field of integrative medicine. My mom um, is an OBGYN, and then she went on to work in the space of integrative medicine when I was pretty young, so like in my teen years. And so I got really interested in health overall uh, when at a young age, just through being around her and, and living and breathing her philosophies on health and nutrition and joy and grounding and EMF and just learning everything mm. that I could. Um, now, in terms of Kashaya, you know, Kashaya was really born when I uh, went to school um, in Portland for naturopathy. So I graduated college and I went across the country um, and I decided to study nat- naturopathic medicine. And the piece that, you know, inspired me the most was learning and understanding uh, the microbiome in particular and how integrated it was with every aspect of our lives and our health, right? Our, our status of health and wellness and well-being um, all the way from, you know, the organ systems, to the GI tract, to everything. And so what I realized is, you know, obviously we live and breathe and understand how food is medicine, but I felt very strongly the supplement industry um, was moving away from that concept. You know, we are so used to popping a capsule in the morning or taking a taking a vitamin in the form of a capsule is what I'm, what I'm trying to really get to, um, that I decided that it was really like create something innovative in a space that would like basically work so much better because it is bioavailable, right? So the thought process was to make a bioavailable food probiotic. And so I basically took my knowledge on the different strains that we acquire uh, from our mothers in particular at birth um, and then took the concept of binding a probiotic with prebiotic, right? And basically that's how Kashaya was born. And I, I started playing with it with my friends and in my house and, you know, it started getting traction among my close friends and family. And then I realized that, that why this is something that I really should be sharing with the world. Um, so that's how it was born. I have to say to you, like, so for anyone who is unfamiliar with the product, it comes in a glass jar. It's like a, it's like um, a more liquidy type of yogurt. So um, what I like about it is that, uh, like you said, the delivery system is obviously different than what you get in a capsule. Does the fact that it's that liquid make it more immediately bioavailable or what, what is the, 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 the consistency of it do? 
Yeah, so the bioavailability piece um, comes from the fermentation process. So basically, we're mixing the probiotic strains in with the the coconut milk and fermenting it for over 24 hours in a proprietary way. Um, and then it, because it's already, you know, colonized when you're consuming the product, it's pre-colonized that form. So whether the consistency is thicker or thinner, that doesn't really make a big difference. It's just the time um, and the ability for the strains to consume the glucose and then multiply, right? So the, mm-hmm. so the more multiplication that happens throughout that process, the higher CFU count. And the temperature is the same temperature that we, that we have in our body, right? So we ferment at around 100, 120 degrees. The temperature of the body is around, you know, 97, 100 degrees. So that's when they basically become live, right? That temperature. So when you're taking a capsule, it takes a little bit longer when you you know, consume it for it to colonize. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I always wondered when taking probiotics, whether by, um, you know, pill form or a liquid form like this, what exactly it's doing the second it gets into the body. We hear a lot about the benefits that we will experience eventually, but what is happening scientifically in our systems when we take a good probiotic? Yeah. So in terms of what it does when it hits the, you know, the GI tract, uh, there's a lot of things it's doing. First thing it's doing is that it's it's colonizing the esophagus, gastrointestinal system, actually all the way through um, the small intestine. It is colonizing the intestines with beneficial bacteria. Um, so that's kind of the first thing that it does. The second thing that it does is that it actually eradicates um, the bad bacteria or the poor bacteria, which is why when you actually eat kind of too much of it, you'll notice your body kind of expelling and detoxing. You see a lot of people, you know, that have like loose loose motions because they're because they're taking too much, and it's it's actually getting rid of the bad bacteria. Oh, that's um, interesting. So is that yeah, something, is that a uh, sign you need to lower your dosage in the interim until you adjust or how do you make up for that symptom? So actually a lot of times people actually just get through it. You know, mm-hmm. they like that, that effect. It's not bad. It's not a negative thing. You're just going to the bathroom, right? More often. And maybe just a, a little more like, you, you know, with urgency, it's not a, it's not like a bad thing. So um, don't let it scare so you. No, if you can tolerate it, it's perfectly fine. It means that your body is detoxing. It means that it's having a an you know a, a die off basically of those bad bacteria, and then the good bacteria is able to flourish over that. So it's not a negative thing at all. Um, the third thing it does that's very important is that it actually starts to seal the gut lining. Um, so if someone is experiencing any kind of leaky gut or um, you know, any kind of deeper issues in the gut lining. And I'm sure you're familiar with leaky gut. It's when Mm -hmm. the epithelial line of the GI system is, is, um, compromised and all of the toxins and everything that we're consuming in our food ends up going through, um, into the bloodstream and causes inflammation, right? So one thing that the probiotics are doing uh, in the living form is it's actually working slowly over time to kind of seal those gaps. 
that makes sense. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of people um, are hearing that term lately, leaky gut syndrome and wonder, you know, how to fix it or if it is fixable. So that's helpful to know. And how long would we be needing to take a good probiotic supplement to effectively heal that up? Yeah. So we, it depends, it all depends on diet, right? I mean, it depends on what people are consuming, but really what we've seen so far in the clients that we've been working with is six to eight weeks is usually the time frame that it takes um, to really clear that over. And then of course you need to maintain. So you need to continue um, taking a probiotic if you're not able to make up for it in your food sources, which nowadays it's very challenging to do that just because of, you know, the way our food is. So um, realistically, you know, you want to be taking it over time. It's important. So this will be something that we keep in our routines well beyond the period of repair if there were an issue with leaky gut. This is something you kind of keep in your your routine. Yes, it would be. Yep. And like, either this, or, yeah. Go oh, I'm sorry. You you finish and then I'll, I'll follow up. I was just saying either either this or you know there's other probiotic. Um, sources. There's also, I mean, people can continue taking capsules. I think, you know, the benefit of this is that it's just working so much faster and more efficiently. Um, and just people can, will notice the difference very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get like TMI on my people here, but like I immediately, (laughs) I've been taking a capsule probiotic for, I got years. I've always been hyper aware of, of including that in my regimen. And this was something that when I introduced it, I immediately experienced, um, like that detox that you described. I felt my, in a, in a healthy, positive way, but I felt my stomach moving around more and, um, you know, it was a sign that it's working. So my question for you now is, I do still like kind of doubling up and doing the capsules in addition to the kashaya. Should we do that? Or is there such thing as too much of a good thing? No, you can definitely do both. My whole concept is, you know, do use food as medicine, of course, but there is so many instances where you doing both is not harmful. You really can't get too much of a good thing. Like I don't think mm-hmm. not too much of probiotics, you know, unless if you have something like SIBO or you have something where you have an overgrowth of a certain bacteria, um, taking too much probiotics is not going to cause SIBO. It doesn't work that way, I guess. Right, you know? right. So how do you tell if your probiotic is working? I mean, obviously regular bathroom breaks, regular bowel movements. Yes. What else do you look out for? Because I, I'm asking because I personally know I'm uh, like the person that takes every test that is available to take. <laughs> like My husband's like, what are you looking for exactly? Anyway, I did a gut panel recently and I have a trace of leaky gut. My question has always been, I've been very judicious about supplementing, but how do I know if it's actually working aside from you know, a bathroom schedule. How do I know if my leaky gut is actually healing up? Yeah. So you'll, you'll notice, I mean, you'll just notice better digestion, obviously going to the bathroom more often. Healing leaky gut takes a long time. Really what we encourage people is to do panels, just like you were saying. Um, I don't have any specific panels that I recommend because I feel like they're all so different. But if you really want evidence in a clinical way, you should do a pre and post panel. Mm-hmm. So I 
I would recommend doing a pre-panel and then doing the regimen with the probiotics, you know, working on your diet, things like that. And then six months later doing a post-panel, we see like huge shifts in what they're showing. Right. Um, and that's just for your own benefit, of course, but you, you definitely notice just little small shifts over time. Yeah, it really is an amazing time we're living in when we have access to information about our bodies that, I mean, at least on a wide scale, people have never had. And I I, I know that your product is sort of aimed at a person who is already aware or health conscious of things, but do you hope that this becomes more of a, um, more and more of a cultural norm? Because at least in America, where, like you said, we have a history of processed foods in our diet and not necessarily the healthiest cuisine. Um, are you starting to see people become more health conscious and proactively going after things to try to make their health better? Definitely. Absolutely. Um, I do see that. Uh, and I hope that people do start implementing this as more of a prevention, right? Preventative, especially for children. I mean, I think that is just so important. Like I have a one-year-old daughter and she's still breastfeeding. And um, I think something that has been so important to me is working with other mothers and helping them, you know, re-inoculate their children with the kashaya as a preventative for anything that could happen in the future, right? So many of us were born C-section or not breastfed. And so we're missing that inoculation, which is why, you know, added to the stress and the poor diet, it's kind of like waiting to happen. So absolutely, this is crucial to add um, as a preventative from young age, from a young age. I'm so glad you brought up kids as well. I've started to, please tell me if I'm like minimizing the effectiveness, but what I do is I take uh, some of the kashaya and I put in like a, a spoon, not a full spoon, like maybe, um, like at not even a half of a teaspoon of like a raspberry preserve. And I use a milk frother and I blend it and I call it a raspberry fluffy. And I'm going to pretend like it's a smoothie, but they drink it that way. But my question is what I'm trying to make it a little sweeter with the preserves. Am I like destroying what is in the yogurt stream? No, absolutely not. As long as it's not like hot food, you're not destroying anything. It's perfectly fine. You know, because it just like in a smoothie, it's just all of that kind of stuff. As long as it's raw, it's not killing off the probiotic. Great. Okay. You know, after a certain temperature, then. Okay. So as long as it's on the, the room temperature or cooler fruits, side. It's like perfect. Okay. All right. right. Okay. So here's another question yes, for you. You exactly. brought up uh, a topic exactly. that I think is just really interesting. And I, I want to put this out there because I think some people, I never want people to take things the wrong way. The intention here is not to shame anyone for deciding to not breastfeed or whatever. I mean, I, I just really think the discussion that you brought up about breastfeeding and the way we bring our babies into the world is a really integral piece of understanding our children's health. So I do want to dig into that a little bit. You brought up C-section yeah. delivery and the impact that that can have on the gut health of a child. Can you dive into what exactly is happening with a C-section and what, from a scientific standpoint, we should be looking to do as mothers to rebolster their systems? Yeah, absolutely. So when we're born, when babies are born C-section, um, they're missing the initial inoculation, um, which is basically that initial bacteria that 
goes through the nose and mouth through when they're born vaginally. Um, and that inoc inoculation is probably the most important moment of the way the microbiome is seeded for the rest of our life because it's such a pristine environment that as soon as it comes into the world, they're immediately, you know, seeded with that, that show is like a very important moment. Um, and so what happens during C-section is obviously we don't have that um, exposure, right? And so if, if a baby is breastfed um, after they're born C-section, usually some of that, some of that, um, you know, important bacterial load that they were missing can be replenished um, throughout the breastfeeding process if the baby is breastfed through the first year. Um, but if not, then again, they're missing that really crucial um, bacteria, you know, that will set the tone for the rest of their lives. Really, that's what the, the, the evidence has shown that that is the tone setter for the microbiome environment for the remainder of our lives. So it's, it's, it's pretty big deal. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of mothers that, you know, have to have a C-section and there are a lot of mothers who can't breastfeed and what you were saying is really important. So let me go there for, for a second for, for mothers who end up having a C-section. Um, we do recommend that they take a little bit of, um, like a gauze and kind of, you know, put it, in their vaginal area before the C-section occurs and then inoculate the mouth and the um, nose with the gauze after the baby's born. Um, that has been shown to help a lot with that. Now, uh, breastfed babies, um, you know, if or non-breastfed babies, if, if you're not able to breastfeed, right, then we do recommend that you give a probiotic to, the, to infants, even from birth, but not necessarily Kashaya. You know, I, I recommend other baby probiotics um, that come in liquid form that you can use um, and then slowly, gradually introduce them to Kashaya because Kashaya does have coconut. And so I don't necessarily recommend that from that small. Starting at six months, it's perfectly fine to start slowly introducing something like that, uh, something like Kashaya. But um, yeah, so that's kind of my recommendation. Does that does that make sense? Oh, that makes so much sense. That is the first time that I've heard about that gauze trick or hack. I had a, an emergency C-section and then two V-backs and uh, being hyper aware wow. of everything you just said. It was a priority for me to try to get a vaginal birth. And, and thank God, knock on wood, it worked yeah. out. But I, you know, there's just we as moms feel so guilty for things we were unable to do yeah. that we wanted to. And even to this day, you know, I, I'm hearing you talk and it's hard to not feel like a failure in some respect, but knowing there are products out there or there are ways to circumvent issues with good, you know, supplementation down the line is just, just so it's just really encouraging. So I love that you provided us with a couple of sort of, um, workarounds if any moms were in that position too, and if that's something they wanted to address. 
Yeah, definitely. And it is important to address. I have seen a lot of babies who switch, you know, to formula, they develop some, you know, skin allergies and things like that. It's just, it is, it is important to be aware of how important it is and what you can do as a mother to assist in that process. Even if you weren't able to breastfeed or if you weren't able to have your, you know, vaginal delivery, it's okay. You know, and that, and that's really important for mothers to know that not to feel guilty, that it is okay. And that there's things you can do, um, to combat that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the important piece, just like you were saying. I love that. I absolutely (laughs) love that. And, and the fact, like, like you said, the fact that this information is out there is it's, it's good. Um, I have a quick question. I always wondered this, whether we're supplementing via, um, kashaya or a pill, should we be doing our probiotics on an empty stomach? Yes. Um, we do recommend taking it away from food. So it doesn't have to be, so 30 minutes before meal is what we recommend. Basically you want to eat probiotics with a supporting prebiotic or mixing it with heavy foods. It becomes harder. Got it. So anything like vegetables, fruits, a lighter, cooler dish would be fine. But if we're going like full on face down into a pasta meal, maybe try to wait a half hour, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right, guys, I had to cut the interview there because... I don't know what's happening. I live in a Wi-Fi vortex. Every time I, I set up a Zoom meeting, I swear to you something happens to the Wi-Fi. Anyhow, um, we have so much more to discuss with Anjali. I'm going to bring her back to talk about um, her motherhood journey and you know what, what she's loving and what surprised her. And from a medical standpoint, some of the things that we can do to be you know helping our children's gut health. So we are going to Get that on the books, I promise. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Seriously, how full of good information was that? It's insane. Insane! Um, Like I said, I have been using Kashaya and loving it. You can check them out on Instagram at Kashaya Probiotics. That is K-A-S-H-A-Y-A Probiotics. And that's also their website. Follow me on Instagram at Sunny Avada. Check out my blog posts. I got a whole other thing going on over there where I post uh, multiple times a week about all this kind of stuff too, motherhood and and beauty and life and all the craziness. So um, check that out at sunny.me. If you have a moment, please subscribe, rate, and review. That makes a huge difference and helps to get these podcast episodes out to people who might like them, find them useful, entertaining, enjoyable, whatever. Um, I thank you for your time and thank you for listening this week. I will be back next week with more goodness. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, and... Take care of yourself. See you guys soon.